We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, personal injury law firm, where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. And the time right now is 11.10, brought to you by Gina G. and Petro of Remax Select Realty. We're in the middle of the Art Rooney media session yesterday. Almost everything he says is noteworthy because it's him, and he talks basically once a year in this kind of setting. And we're going to have Jay Caulfield at the bottom of the hour, but let's get back to the tape, Ron, shall we? Let's do it. I mean, do you feel um, your team is closer to contending than it was at this time a year ago? You know, I think it's fair to say that I do feel that we're closer this year at this at this stage of the game than we were at this point last year. Uh, as I mentioned, you know, I thought we had a really solid rookie class and, you know, a few guys that, that you know, really stepped in and, and are solid starters for the future and, and you know, we need to need to do that again. We need to have another good draft class. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think we have a core group of players that uh, that uh, you know we can compete with this group. And uh, as I said, I think the biggest thing we need is quality play at the quarterback position. Again, he I, just ruined it at the end. At, 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 yeah, I mean, I just I actually thought going into this year that they had a chance that Pickett was going to take that next big step, right? The way he finished last year. Now, I know he didn't play great in any of those games, but he pulled out the Raiders game under brutal, cold, and difficult circumstances, a lot of pressure on Franco night, then led him to a win in Baltimore, which is never easy to do. And I feel I felt like, okay, maybe, maybe. I got to see more, but maybe. And I think he regressed. And I think he regressed. So I don't know how you feel better than you did last year. At this point, I, I buy saying about the draft choices yeah i mean those top three or four guys look pretty good but uh I, I but as the young guys come in the old guys get older exactly how much does cam have left ogan joby i mean watt's gonna be 30 and i know 30 isn't all that old but he's had some injuries i i, I don't know pat pete's probably gonna be gone um guys it i, I just i don't feel better about it all right, Sean. Much has been made seven years now without a playoff win, five playoff losses in a row. You feel closer, but is there an urgency to get get that stat out of the off the ledger? Yeah, I, I think there's an urgency. I think everybody, you know, from myself to Mike to 
guys that have been on the team for a while, you know, TJ, Cam, you know, everybody, uh, you know, we've, we've had enough of this. You know, it's, it's time to, to get some wind. It's time to take these next steps. And, and uh, so, yeah, we're, we're, I think there's some urgency here for sure. We've had enough of this, Joe. We've had enough of this. You know, seven years, you always say, what's the, what's the line? Seven years? Is it going to be eight? What happens if it's eight? What happens if it's nine? You know, this is the first time he said that, though. I'll yeah. say this. Uh, you know, he'd always say, well, we had won nine games. We were in it, blah, blah, blah. I've never heard him say there's urgency here, but he's still going to give his coach an extension. Yeah, so there's really no power behind that. There's no action behind that, I should say. Right. But, you know, at this point, I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago, what else is there for him to say to justify or rationalize a season like this we had him on all those years ago after the Jacksonville playoff loss, and we were wondering, you know, about the state of the franchise then, and he said, Joe, we just won 13 games. Okay. You can't say you're having great regular seasons now. You're having pretty mediocre right. ones you're for in the most it. part. You're in it. And last year the justification was the quarterback got better. Pretty satisfied with what we saw. So what is it this year? I guess it's the draft class, but it's also – he had to come out, you know, if, if I'm trying to get inside his strategy session on what message he wants to send out to Steeler Nation, to millions of Steeler fans, he has one chance to do this. And there's literally millions out there. I think he wanted to strike the balance. He definitely wanted them to hear that he's getting impatient, that he's fed up like you are, but he didn't want to go too far. And I don't know if he, can you imagine, our, you know, raging in any situation, I can't. No, I don't know what Maybe that's about as far as he can go, but I definitely I, feel like for I don't know PR purposes, he wanted to get that out there. I don't know what he's like behind closed doors, but, I mean, I think the fans did want to say, here, we're tired of it. Yeah. Because they've never really heard that before. Um, but yet he's going to give Tomlin an extension. I would like – I think I think it would behoove him, and I, this has happened with the Penguins over the years. It happened with Ray Shiro a couple times where the one year they lost to Boston, I think everybody wanted to hear more anger. There's a time for measured Steeler stability type stuff. I wouldn't have minded hearing Art say, you know what, yeah, we're, not, we're, we're, we're sick of this. That's why we fired a coordinator in the middle of the season. We couldn't watch it anymore. I'm sure you people couldn't either. Tired of it. We're going to bring somebody in here who can get the best out of these quarterbacks. And if they don't work, we're going to go to the next plan. We still believe in Pickett, but yes, you saw that we're sick and tired of it. We got rid of a guy in midseason for the first time in 80 years. Ever done. And have a little bit of that in his voice. I think that that plays from a P. I don't know how much it matters, but it matters to fans. It plays from a PR perspective, I think. I don't think there's any question about that. Seth, please proceed. You know, I think the players still respond to Mike, and that's number one. He, he still has the, the key characteristics uh, that we saw when we hired him. You know, he, he can uh, keep the attention of a group of 20-year-olds for a whole season and, and, you know, keep them in the fight for the, you know, the whole way. Uh, so, uh, you know, still feel good about Mike. Uh, obviously, if I didn't, would would make a change, but... You know, if, if we didn't think Mike was uh, able to, to lead us uh, to a championship, uh, you know, he wouldn't be here. And that's, that's why he's here. Lead him to a championship. How about winning a playoff game? 
without getting killed in the playoff game. I mean, there's no doubt that Tomlin still has a dynamic personality. I'm sure I'd want to run through a wall for him. But there are a lot of other questions, like about his hiring practices, like about quarterback he chose, like about whether his voice, even if it is inspirational, is getting old with this team. I think those are all legitimate questions about Mike Tomlin. I, I would too. never question his passion, his ability to, as he said, lead 20-year-olds. Of course, there's also a lot of people older than that on this team. And you also had a, a, a nice follow-up might have been, I guess 20-year-olds will follow him, but I didn't see too many teams around the NFL where you had a couple of young guys quit in the middle of games. What would you think of that? Right. Or in, in recent years, guys walk off his team. Blunt, you know, obviously A.B. I mean. Melvin Ingram. Yeah, I mean, there's been a few. But uh, I, I don't know. I just, I understand he has to say these things. I do. I get it. He can't say, well, Mike's, re well, I'm really teetering on him here. Right. Um, I, I don't know. We're going to, although he did that with Canada last year, didn't he? About, uh, we're going to bring him back. Well, we could go out somewhere else and get somebody else that may not be as good. That's a horrible justification for keeping Well, that's somebody. what basically what they're saying about Pickett. Right, exactly. We'll keep him unless somebody's better. And he better have a huge year this year or he's huge done, is, year he's done is basically what they're saying. Right. To the guy that they picked, 20th overall. But everything is framed from the perspective of Mike and I are tired of this. Mike and I are getting impatient. Mike... It's, it's so he Tomlin is never put in the role of somebody being responsible like for a, it. like a Canada or somebody like that. It's the bosses and then it's the employees and Tomlin and Rooney and Omar are cast as the bosses, which to me makes it tough. You know, he's, he's never cast as a guy who's who has accountability attached. He's to him. responsible for the team. Right that hasn't won a playoff game in seven years. Have I mentioned that? No. Go ahead, Seth. <laughs> what is your timeline on the extension? You know, it, it'll be done when it gets done. Uh, I, I, you know, those things are uh, hard to speculate how long it'll take. Uh, I, at this point, I don't see it getting done before the coordinator's hired. I think, you know, I think that's going to happen sooner rather than later. Um, in Historically, at least up until this cycle, your extension came with Mike with two years left. This time you didn't do that last year. Was there any particular reason why you let that go next year? No, no particular reason. Okay. Right, we're seeing stadiums. <laughs> Hold on a second, Sean. Do you read any reason into that? No, because I, I think all along he was probably, well, I guess maybe if they'd have gone 6 and 11, maybe he wouldn't have given him an extension this time. Maybe. But he's, he can always say, hey, we won 10 games, went to the playoffs. We were in it. Um, it is unusual that he didn't. But I still, I'm with you. I never thought like Tomlin has a lifetime job that I don't sense that it's even he's even close to expiring here, if that makes sense. Yeah, at this point, it is a lifetime job because this will take him past this will be 20, year 18 20 years. How many coaches have coached more than 20 years, Ron, in NFL history? How Chuck many Noel have? was, what, 23 I believe there's there's been a few. 
Not many, though. Not many. Let's find out how many. Would you like to, Ron? Sure. Take a little deep dive on pro football reference George Hallis's with me. And, uh, George Hallis, 40. <laughs> I don't think Mike, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I don't think Mike's going to hit What would he 40. have to do? He'll hit 20 at what age? Well, he's, uh, uh, he's what, 51? Is that it? Yeah, I believe. So he'll hit 20 at 54. Yeah. If he goes to Belichick's age, he'll have a chance for 40. Wouldn't that be something? Don Shula, 33. Curly Lambeau, 33. Those are- well, Shula wasn't with the same team, though, right? No, no. I'm just talking overall right, years right, coaching. Right. Uh, Belichick's at 29. So there's only three in the 30 club. And then there's Belichick, Landry at 29, Andy Reid, 25. Paul Brown, Steve Owen, Chuck Knoll, Dan Reeves, Chuck Knox, Jeff Fisher lasted 22 years in the NFL. There's more than more than I thought. That Marty Schottenheimer. Could have been 20. There's 13 that are over 20. And then you add in three more that are at 20. Coughlin, Shanahan, and good old Weeb Eubank. Remember him, Ron? I do. The New York Jets. You ever oh, interview really? him? No. You ever interview Chuck Knox? Uh, probably at some point. He's from Swickley, right? Don Shula? Oh, yeah, in groups. Tom Landry? No. Paul Brown? <laughs> no. I mean, he was around for a while as an executive, too. Yeah, no, I, I never spoke. I talked to his son, Mike. Jeff Fisher? Oh, yeah. Schottenheimer? Yes. Individually? Fort Cherry guy, right? I don't want to get that I wrong. I don't know if I talked to him individually about Cower, because he was Cower's mentor, right? Yes. I might have. I can't remember. So am I. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Among active coaches, you have Belichick, and who knows if he'll coach again. He's at 29. You have Andy Reid at 25. And then Tomlin. I keep seeing speculation that if Reed wins, he might walk away. Wow. I don't know how you walk away from that quarterback. How old is he? Hmm. 65. He's almost 66. I was going to say mid upper 60s. He's only mid-60s. Maybe you do go out on top. Or do you? Do you maybe you do. If, if you win, you go out on top. How many people get to do back-to-back that? Back-to-back Super Bowls? Yeah. Now what Elway did, right? Back-to-back. Yeah, it'd be really tough not to go for three, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, especially when you have Mahomes. It'd be real tough to walk away. But then you might walk away with a gut-wrenching loss. I, I don't know. That's a and, tough and, call and say, for me. You know, say if you lose this game. Right. Does that, okay, does that, have you had enough? I don't know that winning or losing is, you know, if you've had enough, you know. 
I don't know what his health. Yeah, right. I don't exactly. know what his health is like. Obviously, he's had a lot of trouble with his kids. Um, I don't know what his personal life is like. But, man, if you, you win and have a chance to go out on top, that's got to be, you know, exciting. But like you said, the chance to win three. His last nine really years. separates you, right? Yeah. His last nine years, win totals, 11, 12, 10, 12, 12, 14, 12, 14, 11. <laughs> and now they're sitting here at 14 and six, by the way. Four Super Bowls in five years. And maybe a chance to win three of those. And the two that he missed out on in recent years, both overtime losses, one to Tom Brady, one to Joe Burrow. They are that close. And yet somebody asked me in the intergalactically red mailbag this From week. here to Uranus. At least that far. How much further does Andy Reid have to go to catch Belichick? And I said, you know, a long ways, man. Belichick went to nine and won six. He'll only be halfway there, and he's 66 years old. Right. Now, if you want to factor in cheating, even if you take away one of Belichick's Super Bowls, even two. Still has four. Then you could catch him, but that's factoring in cheating and taking away Super Bowls. It's ridiculous what Belichick did, right? Yeah, it is. And Tom Brady as well. And Brady as well. Yeah, those two together. But as far as Reed catching Belichick, that's just, it's just not going to happen. Unless, unless he wants to stick around for nah, I, I just, three, four, five more years. I don't, I just don't see that. I don't see him lasting that long. Does he give it to Spagnolo if he leaves this year? I bet he does. That Maybe. seems to be his right-hand man. His defensive guy. Bring in Matt Canada as your offensive <laughs> guy? Huh? I, I haven't seen Matt's name mentioned anywhere. Me neither. You think he goes back to college? I'll bet. I'll bet he does. I'll bet he'll get a job. I don't know as a coordinator, maybe a quarterback's coach, something like that. He seemed like a nice man, Ron. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia, Peters Township. Visit him at southhillskia.net. Coming up next, Jay Caulfield. Let's talk a little Penguins. We'll get to the rest of Art Rooney a little bit later in the show. Penguins in a very, very precarious situation in the standings. And what does Kyle Dubas do? Does I saw Rob Rossi had a good piece, a column. Not rebuilding, but retooling for next season. Do you do that? Do you trade Gensel? Do you go all in and try to make a big move this year? Can you do that? Let's talk to Jay about all of that coming up. Joe, I want to talk about Mr. Rooter Plumbing, Pittsburgh's best. Uh, and I'll tell you why. Um, obviously, they're great at what they do. Bob Beal learned a business from his dad back in the 1960s. A long time ago, uh, young Bob around said, hey, listen, son, you treat people the right way, do a good job, charge a reasonable fee, and you'll have a long, successful career in the plumbing business. And that's exactly what Bob Beal has done with Mr. Rooter Plumbing. They're going on 21 years in this market. I always shake my head when I say that because 21 years is a long time. You have to be awfully good at anything you do to last in any market 21 years, and Mr. Rooter Plumbing certainly is. 50 trucks out on the road every single day ready to head to your home to fix a broken water heater, maybe to your business to fix a backed-up sewer. Any kind of plumbing problem you have, you call 412-ROOTER2, 412-ROOTER2. The website's a good one. Check it out, mrrooterpittsburgh.com. 
as I said, going on 21 years in this market. I can't recommend them enough. I'll say it again. Pittsburgh's number one full-service plumbing company, Mr. Rooter Plumbing. Welcome back to Cooking Joe. We're at Studio B at Bowser Chevy in Monroeville. They build a beautiful studio just for the fan. And, man, is it cool. Ron, I wish I had that TV in my house. Wouldn't you like that? I would. Very crystal clear, isn't it? Man, I'll say. And gigantic. Jay Caulfield was a gigantic man on the ice, and now he's one off the ice. His show is brought to you by McVeigh Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. He's a Stanley Cup champion. Jay, good to have you on again. Are you feeling a little bitter? Bitter. A little better about where the Penguins are right now. Oh, yeah, guys. First of all, good to talk to you. Yeah, I think I just think they, you had to get a win before they you went into the long break. And any player would tell you that. It's just a little – you can take a breath and, you know, at least it throws you – I think getting three or four points out of the weekend was good. You get the one against Florida and how big that was and – finish it off in the right way against Montreal. And then you can kind of take a little bit of a breath, but you come back and they have a lot of work to do to still keep themselves and get themselves into a better position. Jay, uh, they don't, I think they play four games in like two and a half weeks. What do these guys do yeah. during this time off? And I, we talked about it before, you know, you like to get into an every other day kind of routine. They're not into that routine at all right now. I haven't even looked at their schedule. I'm assuming they got a lot of games left. Yeah, I don't like the schedule when they come back. I mean, I don't get that at all. Then they get jammed. I, I, I think we were talking about that one night. I think they get 30-some games that are – they really squeeze them after but after this little break. When they come back from the break, then they don't – like as you mentioned, they only have so many games inside of a certain amount of time, and it's not a good number. It's not a good – I don't like that role. Then they get them. Then they smash them with a lot of games inside of the, the final stretch. So I think all the guys want to just get back. I mean, this kind of a break is, I, I think it's great for some guys that, that are trying to heal up and other guys, you don't want to be off too long because then you feel like you're like, you have to have like another training camp to get yourself ready. I, I'm not, I was never a guy that like, if you took a player like Mario, it didn't matter to him, right? He could, we never had these kind of breaks though. So we had the all-star break, and he's, he was in it. So, But if he had a break, it was not much for him to come back and be right back into, into the whatever his, his, his feel of the game would be. But for a player like me or guys that are bottoms, it's a grind. you know. Like So having days off, it's like another camp you have to have. And then you're not playing in that every other day or once at least every three. It's, it's a, I don't like the schedule coming out of it. But for the healing part of guys that are banged up, that's a good thing for them, uh, truthfully for that. And then they got to get themselves right. I mean, look, I'm, we're all happy. It's, it's, a, it's a state. We're in a state of now we're thrilled that they beat Montreal. I mean, to me, that's the downside of, like, we're thrilled that they got to win against Montreal, and that's something they should take care of whenever they play the game, right? So when you look at rosters, and but they got a, they got a big push they have to have, and they got things that still have to be righted, and, and that's what they'll try and find out when they get themselves back. All right, Jay, I got to ask you about this. You were a member of the 92-93 Penguins who had a chance for a three-peat. We know that didn't happen. But that team still holds the longest winning streak in the history of the league. And now the Oilers are on the precipice of tying it. When they come back from the break, they go into Vegas. If they win that game, they tie, and then they'll face the fighting John Gibsons in the next game. 
and they could break it. So let me ask you, how how are you and maybe some of your teammates, if you spoke to them, feeling about that idea of this record really being threatened right now? Yeah, I um, I mean, it's, it's a great run that they're on. I think what our team did in the big push before the finals, I mean, before the Stanley Cup playoffs started, a little, you know, a little bit of a different scenario just because of the timing of it. But I think what Edmonton's doing, that's great. If they get it, so be it. I think like anybody else, I think you, if records are meant to be broken at given times and some may never be touched. But I think this is one that, you know, LA, at least they're playing, if they're playing Vegas first, you never know there's an opportunity for it. I think some guys would be, would like to see that stand because it was a very, pretty amazing run uh, that the team had, our team had. And uh, I think you'd like to see it stay like anybody else. But if it gets broken, it is what it is kind of thing. And uh, it's one that could have been had by a team that's hot and talented. And they've got themselves, uh, they've righted the ship in Edmonton. So we'll see. We'll watch that we'll Watch that Vegas game. And if Michael's back, maybe there's an opportunity that they can get to him, especially out of this. I, that's one team that didn't want to go into a long break would be Edmonton. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. But, I, Joe, I think some guys, you don't want to see that go down, but it's, it's strong possibility that it does. Jay, a lot of people, and I guess it's easy to say when you guys didn't three-peat and lost to that Islanders team, that was there too much focus on that record at the end of the season? Because like you said, now it's mid-season as opposed to, yeah. I think you what, you tied New Jersey in the last game is where, where it ended? Yeah, and it's funny. We didn't have a chance, right? The, yeah, it's, they didn't have the shootout and the ways to keep it alive. For me, I felt like, I mean, guys wanted to get it. I mean, absolutely wanted to get it. But I do think there was too much focus put on that versus giving guys a little bit, a little bit of a break. I mean, that became the focal point, and our team was too good. That team was, that team in general was just too good. So you never thought just making that run would take it, take a toll on you. But I believe it did. And then all the circumstances that went with it, I, I think that was, I think too much was spent on trying to, to continue that role. And I think that the team suffered because of it going into the playoffs. It's Others unreal in a way. Though, Ron. I, some guys might feel different about it, uh, but I think as, as when we're watching it, you, you could have easily got it. You could have easily changed, you know, let the guys get a little bit of a break. There's a lot of heat. Those guys have, uh, you know, the, I mean, from, from, from Mario, Fatak, Yager, Ronnie Francis, go down the line of everybody that was double shifted or played so many minutes down the stretch in games that, yeah, it has the record now, but if it, if, if it goes away, it doesn't matter. And I think, I think guys expend, spend a lot of energy to try and get that. And, 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 and for the right reasons too. I mean, I get it. Something that was never done before and that team did it, but I do think you put a lot into it and it, and it, and it bit us. It's interesting because uh, off the top of my head here, the golden state warriors had that 73 win season and didn't win it all. The Patriots went 16 and 0 one year, then 17, then 18 and 0 and didn't win it all. Yeah. Um, and I even think, did the Lakers win it when they had a 33-game winning streak? I don't know, but my my question is, what does it take out of you? It, it, but it also must be fun, I mean, to come to the rink every day and know you're that dominant and just keep winning. And, I mean, they handed out the Stanley Cup in 1893 for the first time. You're the only team that's had a winning streak that long. What was it like? Yeah, I think I think there is a fun part, but I think inside, I think you mentioned a number of things. Like, first of all, you don't want to be playing you want to be playing meaningful games as you get into the playoffs. But at the same time, it 
at the same time, you gotta you gotta be smart how you manage guys. Like I'm not a fan of like in the NFL world, not a fan of when you get that bye week and you sit guys and they gotta sit for three weeks before they play a game. I'm not a fan of that at all. I think and I get right away if somebody gets hurt, then they blame the coach that you played them and that when it didn't matter. But you have to keep a feel. It's still a timing and feel to any sport to sit that long. To me, I disagree. But so you had to play, you want to play meaningful games, but you didn't want to. You don't want to do it at the expense of, like if if this. First of all, I'll, I'll go back to one thing. I don't think any of our guys on our team are going to pop a bottle of champagne if they lose. You know what I mean? That we're on that team. It's not like the Miami Dolphins every year when somebody goes down, you know, whatever that was. Remember that? You guys know this. I don't, I don't yeah. believe anybody's going to sit there and go, oh, here we go. They lost, and we can pop a bottle of champagne and be thrilled about it. I don't think anybody looks at it that way. Uh, but I do think then going back to what is it like, yeah, the guys were on a roll, and the team was so good, and the skilled, and the, and, and the, what went into it, and the greatest team, some of the guys, the guys are still, to me, some of the best guys ever be around and, and guys that I'm still around today and a lot. So greatest guys. So for all that, for all those reasons, that was right. But for players that when you're trying to play a game and just, you know, go on a roll to double to, to take, it took a toll on the players. I just, so I think it took a toll. Then you get it. And then you get surprised by a team, not no, you get surprised by a team that came to play and maybe just, maybe you have a little, just a little less energy than you would have. That's where I think, and hey, look, Scotty Bowman's not going to say, I'm just telling you, I believe some players, it's when you need a little extra and you didn't have it, or your goaltender, maybe just a mental, just a little off, and maybe something gets fine that would have if he was, if he was a little sharper. We'll never know, but that's what I think could, could have taken place. And um, But, again, as a team on a roll, uh, I do believe doing it right now in the middle of the season, much better time. Make a run, go ahead. But you do have to be smart how you handle your players going forward. And right before the thing that mattered the most, the thing that mattered the most to a man, you know, everybody would say, well, well that, that win streak didn't matter if you didn't, didn't win, the, win the Stanley Cup. I mean, you know, and that, that's guys that have to, have to produce each and every night. They were leaned on through that streak. So they have enough, they have enough pressure as it is, right, guys? Like, like we say it all the time. Mara, I use, we talk about Mara, we talk about Crosby. They, those guys have to do things at a different level with the heat on them. And to do that through the grind of that stretch, yeah, that's going to take that's going to take something out of you, and I, I mean, I believe it did. Jay, uh, uh, we talk about the power play every week, the three on three every week. I'm sure Mike Sullivan and his coaches are, are not exactly resting this week, trying to figure out what to do. It looked like they made some changes in that last game with Malkin and Carlson on the power play. Do you think that'll continue? I do. Uh, they did it. In fact, they did it the last power play that they had against um, Florida. They put Pustin on and took uh, uh, Malkin off and put and had Latang manning the point. And then they stayed with it. That was something we were looking at to see, hey, are they going to stay with that? And they did. And I thought that look is better. I think it keeps Pustin in. You got to have that young. Uh, he, uh, he's, he has no problem shooting the puck. So I like that, and I think they'll stay with it. They, they generated opportunities. They took momentum. They didn't lose momentum with their power play. So, yeah, because of that, I think they would stay right with it and not change. How about in three-on-three? Three? It appears that Marcus Pedersen is the answer to all their problems, Jay. <laughs> yeah, that was a great play, right? That was a great play. I mean, that was – yeah, I mean – it's nice to see him get a win in that situation. But that was a great play, and I'm sure great. What a great feeling um, 
for defenseman, again, one who's not relied on for that, but what a great thing for him as a player to um, to be able to finish it in that way. And, and I still think, I still say that three-on-three is one of the greatest things that you get a chance to watch if you're a fan there. Watch, it's great, and even us watching it, it's, it's entertainment. So it's, so it's entertainment, guys. So I look at it all the way uh, that for them to finish off and get the win, that's huge. You would not have wanted to go down without that. Jay, it's uh, January 20, what is it, 30th today. Not in the playoffs, but a lot of time left. The Flyers seem to be really crumbling without Carter Hart. And uh, I'm not sure about the Islanders. I mean, do you still have a pretty good feeling about the Penguins getting to the playoffs? Yeah, I do. I mean, I do. I think they, look, we certainly haven't played the hockey they won and you know, you're gonna if you get the goaltending, I think they'll they'll be there because certainly Crosby plays each and every night. You know, he's he's out there. I think I do think and I, we talked about this last week. There are going to be teams that back up, and the Flyers have already done it, right? They're already doing that right now. And then you got the Islanders. I don't think I, I still wild, wild wild coaching change for me with Patrick Waugh coming in there. I, that's an interesting one. I don't think they're built. They're just not playing good hockey, not getting the great goaltending. So I do think they're going to come back to the pack. And can Washington, you know, they're just not the same team. Age is getting everybody. They're getting those teams. So there's three teams that I think the Penguins are going to surpass and climb over. But certainly they just have to take care of themselves. And I do believe that those teams will back up. And um, they've been surprises. They've been great stories. Uh, You know, the two teams, Washington and Philly, have done more than anybody thought they would. But when they come back to the pack and the Penguins just play steady hockey, I do believe they'll find themselves, they'll get themselves into the mix of it. Jay, we appreciate the time. Have a great day. Okay, guys, you take care. Talk next week. See you, Jay. There he goes. Jay Caulfield, fan Twitter, brought to you by South Hills Kia, Peters Township. Visit him at southhillskia.net. Fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. I'm a little disappointed you didn't give Jay an update on your golf game. Nah, there's not much happening right now. No? No, just a little bit of practice. New driver on the way, things like that. When does it come in? This week, right? I hope so. Yeah, that's the plan. You can't wait to get out and use it, right? I'd go out today if I could, Ron. (laughs) Meanwhile, Sean Don't Call Me Seth Myers texted me in the middle of that and said the 01 Mariners won 116 games and didn't win the World Series. You know why they won that many? They rubbed Vinny's belly. Did they every game? Oh, uh, the players used to rub his belly. He t- he bragged about it. Did that. he stand at the edge of the clubhouse I, I, I door before the game, I, I, I wonder? No. He just said they used to rub his belly. And that's a big exercise to rub his belly, I can tell you. Yeah, that must have taken they must have been late for games, Ron. <laughs> Remember when Seibel promised to wash every jock in the Pirates and he Clubhouse? Did. He yeah. Did. I don't know if he washed everyone, but he gave it a shot. Oh, my. Including James McDonald's. You didn't want to wash those. No, I didn't care about doing that. Yeah. I would have never agreed to that sort of thing. He said at one point early in the year, if the Pirates are 500 at whatever, July 4th or something, I'll wash every jock in that clubhouse. Next thing you know, Ron, I think this was either 11 or 12. They were over 500. So he went over there in scuba gear. Like a hazmat suit. Yeah, scuba gear. He was in the back room with Clint Hurdle monitoring the situation, and he was washing everybody's jocks and underwear, I think. And that's where James McDonald came in.
Not good. I don't want to hear any details about it. I can only yeah, imagine. It wasn't good. I can Let's only just put it that I, way. I can only imagine. It wasn't good. We were doing a show right across the street, myself and Josh Miller, and then uh, Seibel came back to the show and appeared to be a bit shaken up by what had transpired. I think you should make a promise, Ron, about the parents. No, no, no. You'll do the show shirtless if no, they're over 500 no, in July? No, no. Is Sheltie coming back to, uh, for us? We got it. Craig was here, our boss. We should have asked him. I don't know. I would if I were him, wouldn't you? Uh... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This is going to be a big year for them. There's a be huge a, year for Kenny be a Pickett. A lot of pressure on Sheltie, more so I think than there's ever been. I would agree with that. And every syllable and quarter syllable and you who just knows, uttered. Who knows? You know how he's going to handle that. Um, they. I mean, I think if they have a really horrible year, he could be replaced. So do I. That could happen. Listen to Cook and Joe every Wednesday to hear about Starkey's Card of the Week from the Baseball Card Castle in Cranberry. Contests run every Wednesday through Friday at noon to the 937thefan.com contesting page. 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge Route 19 Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. Ron, top of the hour, will you dive into a mailbag with me? Oh, I, you said it was a good one, right? It's really good. Some questions about Lamar. Is Lamar overrated? I had a couple of answers for that guy. Also some Penguins-related questions about, you know, their top, their first-round pick is top 10 protected from the Carlson trade, right? In other words, if they have a top 10 pick, they get to make the pick. Right. This guy's wondering if, hey, if they miss the playoffs, might that not be a terrible thing? They can make a, they might be able to get in that lottery and make yeah, the pick. Hockey's, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so hard in hockey, though, isn't it? More than the other sports. Definitely mid and lower first round. Yeah. And even maybe upper. There's no real guarantees. I mean, unless there's a Bedard coming out or somebody like that. Right. Right. The other guys, you know. I don't know, but their scouts are paid money to. Well, try top to find ten is not guys. a bad place. To, no, to in any draft. No, you're right. I don't think that, but I I would prefer to make the playoffs. I think if I'm the Penguins, unless I'm getting a one or two pick. They better like not that. miss because that'd be two years without the playoffs. Four years without a series win. We're talking as. Uh, uh, four years. That's it. Four years without winning a playoff game, plus two years not making the playoffs. Be six years. Without a playoff. Holy bird milk. We're talking that... Tomlin ism impatient, right? Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> God bless God you. God bless Ron. me. Excuse me. Fan I hotline. No, I have no sneeze button here. So fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service. Now look, I got the limp mic. Yeah, they have medication for that, Ron. <laughs> uh, Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing, heating, and air conditioning provider for over 50 years. Fan weather. Brought to you by Sun Chevy. 2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado. SunChevy.com. Cloudy today. High of 44. Chance of snow. Snow? Overnight. Snow? Who wants snow? I wouldn't mind. Myself. You can't play golf in snow. Oh, yeah? I've done it before. Snow and ice. Um, You're a sick, sick man. Yes, I am. Let's dive into this, Ron. Let's dive into... The mailbag, where we're going to talk a little Penguins, a little Lamar, a little Steelers offensive coordinator. It's all mixed in here. We'll do that next. First, I want to tell you about Gina G. and Petro and Remax Select Realty. 
And the first thing you need to know is that you can't lose. You sit down with Gina, you choose a price and a deadline for your home. Doesn't sell by the deadline. Gina will have it bought and turned into a rental. You get the W before you even take the mound. Now, how often are you giving someone a perfect review? Rarely happens, but Sam and Mary from Crafton are so happy with Gina. They've given her five stars. Say she's been awesome to work with. So helpful with negotiations. Honesty is the best policy, and that's what Gina brought to the table for Sam and Mary. I feel like Mary and Sam has a little more flow to it, if you don't mind my changing that. Mary and Sam got an honest realtor in Gina. She had their backs the entire time, every step of the process. She'll have yours, too. They think she did a perfect job, Mary and Sam. And whether you're buying or selling a home, you know Gina can get the job done for you, too. Give her a call. Call the only agent I would trust if I needed to sell my home in Pittsburgh. Gina GM Petro of Remax Select Realty. 724-602-9752. Google GM Petro of Remax Select Realty and look up Gina Will Sell Your Home.com. That's Gina Will Sell Your Home.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.